I'm Jeff Cook. And I'm TJ Wilson. And this is Around the Circle. I'm walking slowly. It's a map of the human personality. It's a tool for navigating relationships. It creates language for what motivates us and helps us look at the way we look at everything else. Most importantly, the Enneagram is a mirror because sometimes you need help seeing yourself. My name is Jeff Cook. I'm a philosopher in Greeley, Colorado, and with me is TJ Wilson, businessman, lover of theology, and Enneagram ninja. Hello. My man. Hey. We are again joined by the inimitable Cambry Ross, Hooray. graphic designer and one of the best researchers of Enneagram Insights on planet Earth. Hey, yo. I'm trying to be a little less grandiose about both of your introductions, but <laughs> I can't help myself. They just make me smile every time I say them. So you'll have to deal with my exuberance. I'm fine with it. I'll, I will be complimented forever and always. I'll accept it. <laughs> Speaking of folks who like compliments, <laughs> this is our typing intro into threes and what it feels like to be a three. And so if you have stumbled onto this podcast, you might be a three and are looking to see if this is a jacket that fits. So we're going to talk about the details of threes and their inner life, how they see the world what it looks like to look through their glasses. So before we get into the heart of a three, anything that's important before we begin talking about threes, common missteps, places that people often mistype as threes, anything that comes to mind? So the United States is a very three country and the ideal man in the United States tends to be, you should be a three is mm -hmm. it's the mold people want you to fit into. So if you find yourself wanting to be a three, mm -hmm. even if it doesn't really fit, it might not fit. Or if you feel like that's what people want you to be, but it's not actually your landing place, it might not be a good fit. Mm -hmm. And it might just be hard in general to figure out if you're a three or not in the U.S. if you live in the U.S. because it's such a dominant culture. Yeah. The culture of the U.S. is very three-ish. Yeah. Capitalism is basically threeness turned into an economic structure. Let me put some words that hit me as you're talking about that. Uh, the success-oriented, the boaster and achievements, the set-aside-my-feelings-I'm-going-for-the-win sort of personality that we see in a lot of times in professional athletics. A lot of times we see this as the personality who is winning in business or on television. That can be exactly right. It's, it's a very common personality type that looks like the successful type in America. And yes. certainly this is who you should be also. Right. But you can be any of those things. You can be a CEO and not be a three. Right. You can be the most successful person. You could be the most successful actor that's super charismatic and not be a three. So we keep coming back to this idea about the fact that the Enneagram is about your motivation, not your behavior. So if your behavior looks like that type of success oriented thing, 
you might be a three, but you also might not be. We're going to get into what the motivation behind that behavior is, and that is what we need to focus on to determine whether or not you're a three. Well, Cambry, you have some statements from threes about what it looks like to be a three. What do threes say about how they experience the world? So the core motivation or desire for type three is often described as to be successful. And sometimes that's a little too vague or it's like, Hey, everybody wants to be successful. Like what does that actually look like deep down? Um, so to break that motivation down a little further, it is also to be valuable. I want to be valuable. I want to be worthwhile. Like my presence makes a difference. I want to be accepted. I want to be desirable. I want to be affirmed. I want to distinguish myself from others. I want to have attention. I want to be admired. I want to impress others. I want others to see me as successful. I want to succeed at the things I try to do or do. What do you hear there, Teach? The one thing that stood out to me is uh, the phrase, I want others to see me as successful. Yes. If we needed to stop this episode right now, that's the point that we need to take away from this, is that the core of the sort of thing behind threeness is about other people seeing my success. Uh, it's still focused on how other people see me, and and there is, is a drivenness for that success, but the reason behind it is because you want other people to see it. So there's one three that said, sometimes it's less about those seeing me as successful as much as they, them not seeing that I've failed. Mm, mm -hmm. So it's just like one saying, well, it's maybe not about being good. It's about not being bad, not being wrong. So for threes, if it's <laughs> not about being seen as successful as much as it's just not about, you don't want people to see you as a failure. Yeah. You don't want them to think that you can't do things, that you're not successful. Right sort of the the positive and negative side of the same coin. I want to be seen ex as successful, but really I want to be seen as not a failure. Yes. We'll go into that a little bit more later, but that's a really important point. Mm -hmm. uh, my captivating wife, who is a three, uh, described her inability to assess herself on her own, or at least that that is very difficult. It's much easier to see herself through others. It's as though others are a mirror. And so when others are communicating, you are winning. You are doing this very well. You are on top of your game right here. Here's a trophy. These are the ways that she is perceiving her value, and she does it commonly through the compliments and perception of other people. And that's Ooh. what she wants most is to feel the winning side. That can be true of other types in terms of getting feedback from other types can be important. But for threes in particular, the you are successful. Um, I'm trying to think of a different word for that. You did really good. You. Yeah. We heard, TJ and I heard the other day, uh, the statement about threes that oftentimes threes when they're young have a real radar for their culture and what their culture values. And then they internalize, I need to be the best at what my culture values. Mm -hmm. And so again, to, to elevate my wife, my, my wife had a fantastic high school experience. And because she saw not only what some of her teachers did, 
for her and others, but saw them as the most praiseworthy people she knew in her town, she said to herself, that's what I want to be. Interesting. And she went and did it. And uh, another friend of ours is a very accomplished public speaker and pastor, and I bet you he would have a similar story. Growing up in the church, that's the person on the stage. They have the microphone. Everybody assembles to see them speak on Sunday. That must be the important job. And we could name countless athletes who don't want to fail. It drives them to the highest levels of achievement. There it is. Mm -hmm. Lots of actors, I bet. Very aware of appearance, want to exude their appearance into the world. And at the same time as being successful in those spheres, they don't want people to love them or value them just for that. Mm. They want people to value them for what's underneath, for their true self, even if that's not what they're pushing forward. They want people to see who they are at their core and love them for that. So they want to be successful at all of these things or the thing that they see as most valuable in their culture or in their sphere. However, they don't want people to point them out as like, oh, I want to date that person because they're the best singer. They say, no, I want you to want me for who I am. Is that a mark of health for a three? Like healthy threes will be there? Some unhealthy threes I could see not being able to make that step. They might not be able to articulate it, I would say. I think that might be underneath and they might be continually frustrated that people are not loving them for who they are, Mm -hmm. but they might not be able to put words to that and say that that's why they're frustrated. And they might even push further into being the best at whatever they're doing, even though that's not what they're actually wanting underneath. They might be unaware. Yeah, I think unaware there is the key word because I, I, I think a lot of threes until they start to know this about themselves, they don't recognize the difference mm-hmm. between the the person that I am presenting who is going to be accomplished, praiseworthy, successful, and the person that I'm looking for attention for. Yes. Those might be two separate images. Mm-hmm. And, and until threes are aware that those are different, they, they don't know the difference. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to talk about eight aspects to how threes see the world and what they want. And we're going to start with happiness. Um, TJ, when threes are looking for happiness, how does it materialize? What are threes really desiring? Well, I think we're, we're sort of circling around it and and addressing it at the same time the the idea here is that threes want to be recognized and appreciated for who they are they they cultivate uh relationships because their 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 sort of focus in the world is on other people and how other people see them so they want other people who are going to love them for who they are Mm -hmm. and the the happiness comes in when they get that that sort of admiration that attention that that recognizes and and values them as a person anything worth building on there cambry or do you have any quotes that might complement that i do actually have a personal um someone in my life is a three or identifies as a three 
And in high school, he was this really charismatic singer type and wrote songs and did these performances and put stuff up on YouTube and was like quite the ladies man for it. And all these women were like flocking saying like, oh my gosh, like write me a song. I love you so much. Like this is amazing. Like, and just flocked to him. And it was to the point that he stopped with the music gigs for a while. Like he kind of set aside that part of himself and started working on other stuff because he didn't want these girls liking him just for his music. Mm. And he was sick of being known as just the music guy because he's like, no, I'm more than that. Like he'd be dating a girl and she'd be like, why don't when you, why won't you write a song for me? And he's like, well, don't you just want to be with me? Like, don't you just want to spend time with me and, you know, like me for me. And so he, it was so intense that he put away, like he went away from that for a time because it wasn't giving him the attention that he really wanted. He wanted the real at his core attention instead of the exterior kind of attention. That's excellent. Yeah. Secondly, threes are going to be energetic about getting what they want. Yeah. Um, how would you describe how threes get what they want in the world? Because of that drive to appear successful and accomplished, we might use the word aggressive, or uh, a lot of threes will also prefer assertive. Uh, they are very comfortable with going after what they want. Uh, be, and, and because of that that need to appear successful, they are also looking to appear competent and efficient and effective like they they get the things done and they get them done well and they get them done quickly uh so when they are set on something that they want they are ready to go after it and they have a plan and they have they are good goal setters and they're organized in in such a way that they they know how to get to what they're looking for and they're going to go for it, and they're ready. Anything to add there, Cambry? So a few threes explained, like, the most three thing they've ever done or said. <laughs> Some of these reminded me of that. Um, so one person said, I competed in a triathlon because my very athletic brother had never done anything that hard. I guess I was trying to prove I was also athletic and could achieve hard things. The one thing that got me to the finish line was the thought. My brother has never done anything this hard. Perfect. <laughs> many, 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 many threes are very competitive. Yes. For this reason, because I will appear better if I'm the one who wins. Yeah. yeah. Um, another three said in like quotes, while in a master's program already, maybe I'll go to law school once I finish my master <laughs> or, you know, whatnot. It's through all spheres of your life. You could have goals on top of goals on top of goals. Well, that, that also touches on uh, threes are very future focused. Yes. Like they're, they're looking to what's coming next. We're recording on a Tuesday right now and most threes are already thinking about next Friday. Oof. Like they're they're not thinking about tomorrow even. They're on Friday already. They're <laughs> they're thinking about the future and what's coming next. Because if you plan for the future and you make goals, then you you never reach the point of failure because you're already ahead of that possible failure. 
is a good place to bring up our our third element to to threes. Um, all the types solve problems in different ways, but threes will commonly shut down their emotions and really push towards and focus on what is the goal I need to achieve in order to solve the problems at hand. Do y'all have any thoughts on on that? I do have a quote on the feeling repression of threes. That's perfect. Um, this one three said. Me, so myself and my friend who is also a three used to tell each other my chest is tight all the time when we were emotional because we were feeling things very strongly, but we literally could not name them. Hmm. Because feelings are messy and complicated Mm -hmm. and they're uh, oftentimes not something that you can solve quickly and efficiently you know <laughs> they get in the way they get, they in, get the way. in the way of getting things done i mean i feel all the time i don't get anything done <laughs> right right so let's set these aside and we will deal with them later because there's something that i have to do for friday right likewise is the case that a lot of people who appear emotional out there are the ones who are losing yeah and that's why they look emotional yes mm. another cultural issue interesting don't want to lose you're going to shut down that side of yourself push on to victory i wonder if it also ties into the aspect of looking wait a second like you're unsuccessful you're not getting stuff done well you could categorize it as a loss of control when one is steeped in emotion yeah there's an an element of not being on top of your game of of not being uh efficient effective uh in control Say someone is a blubbering mess on a park bench. <laughs> that person is not like that person is failing at something. They're not put together. Yeah. They're not put together. They're not doing anything productive. Yeah. Feelings are seen as non-productive right. in our society. Right. It seems to me that threes will not only say that's not who I want to be, but will commonly be some of the best cheerleaders in our lives when we're in in ruts we can't get out of. The three may come in as the problem solver and say, you're real sad right now, but here's the goal. This is where you're going. This way that you're going to achieve and you can do it. And these are the ways that you can do it. Here are the things you need to do Friday, Saturday, Sunday, yep. in the week to come. And that orientation towards problems, towards time, and towards getting away from the things that may keep us, you know, in that rut. You know, threes can be really great at problem solving in that way. Right. Well, because they're still focused on how other people see them. So if I can help you solve your problems, that also means that I win. Mm, Yeah. Because you see me as more successful because I helped you. (laughs) There's also obviously a problem that can emerge here is that you haven't dealt with underlying issues. You've just said, let's appear as though we have it all together and move forward. And that can obviously create all sorts of problems down the road if you don't uh, address underlying causes, which, which threes can often be unaware of or not spend efficient time on. Right. It could also be very invalidating to if there's if there's an unhealthy three or a three that is stuck in these unhealthy patterns where they somebody might come to them in a deep dark depression and the three says no like get past that that's holding you back that would be very unhelpful for that person right so it that could also turn sour 
for a three's relationships Mm -hmm. if they don't have the healthy balance between doing and feeling. We end up eventually saying this in all of our typing podcasts, but one of the things the Enneagram does very well is it exposes not only our best side, but our worst side. And sometimes you can feel it kind of go, oh, that hurt. I, that was, you're cutting me there. And the only reason we bring up all of the, the shadow side is because one, this might be a fantastic way <laughs> to, to see that you might be a three if these apply to you. And two, these are the sorts of things that we're going to work on with the materials, podcast presentations that we do. I will add as well to that, appealing to the three audience, knowing more about yourself, even the bad and the ugly things, that knowledge is productive because that can give you the life you want. Mm -hmm. If you are constantly having problems with relationships or if you're constantly having problems with some area of your life, deeper self-awareness and diving into some of the unhealthy patterns you might be falling into can help you get what you want. Mm -hmm. So if you have a goal that you're unable to reach, further Enneagram knowledge, further personal knowledge about yourself can actually be a very productive and good thing. You you can't win at it. You can't get a badge for it, but (laughs) it can help you get what you want. Truth. Bing, let's talk about how threes connect with the world. Uh, you got thoughts on this, TJ? Yeah, threes are um, threes are very pragmatic. So they, in this desire to uh, achieve and appear successful and be efficient and effective, all of these things, threes want to surround themselves with the things that work. And they want to, you know, kind of discard the things that don't work. So this is uh, this is people. This is items. This is cards. This is their favorite pen. The right clothes. Um, all of the things that that give them the appearance of success, and all of the things that help them reach the goals they're trying to get to. They are going to attach to those things, and they're they're going to keep them in their lives for the use that they need them for. And, and they're very pragmatic in that way. What works, I'm going to keep around what works. What doesn't work, you know, that can, it might be left behind. And sometimes that means people. Uh, and right. it, it's, it's unfortunate, but it is a, it, it's an important thing for threes to know. Yes, it's super important to be aware of that or to have people in your life that can help you become aware of when you are doing that. If you're starting to get transactional with your relationships instead of getting to know people on a really deep level, that can turn really sour. One three said, I didn't realize that I actually didn't want to marry my then fiance, but the goal was marriage. So I manipulated every situation to make it happen. I broke it off before the wedding because I realized what I was doing. Thankful for friends who aren't my same type. Mm. I feel like that can happen a lot with threes. They might not realize it's like when a horse is in a race and they have blinders Mm -hmm. and they are unaware of anything else besides the goal. Once they hit the goal, they're going to go for the next goal. But if you're not enjoying life or if you're not, if you're missing the things around you, you're not actually getting the point of something because it just turns into a goal instead of a purpose or a real relationship or whatever the situation might be. Yeah. Or meaning. Mm -hmm. I can think of countless stories of 
both real and fictional in, in television and, and books and all kinds of things where people get to a certain level of success and then they realize that that's not actually what they wanted. And it's because they're driving toward a goal that they don't recognize is not going to fulfill them until they get there. On another front, I've seen this in the lives of two threes who I'm close to, when they no longer are getting the the type of praise and the feeling of success that they want from their job or from their marriage, that was the real problem for them. So I know one marriage that ended because the three involved was really doing quite a bit for the sake of the partnership and just simply not getting the acclaim that she really coveted and began seeking that in other places. And that led to the, the marriage kind of falling apart yeah. and other three. And I know, uh, was at, again, at the top of her game at a job teaching in a school. And again, just not getting the acclaim and praise that she wanted in that environment, which she was one of the best in, in the state at doing what she does and decided to take another job. And that attaching to and then detaching from sources of, of praise, I think, can be very common in how, how threes connect to the world. I really liked the word fulfillment that you used, TJ, Mm. because I feel that if the three is making their goals based off of things that will actually really fulfill them, Mm -hmm. they won't run into that issue as much, at least. Right. If they're thinking, will this actually fulfill me? And maybe even putting up checkpoints along the way Mm. and maybe not just seeing when the goal is completed, seeing maybe, oh, a week before, a month before, maybe even a year before and saying, do I still want this goal? Is this goal still actually going to fulfill me? Yeah. Well, and there again, we come back to the problem of not recognizing that the presentation you're putting forward is different from the person within. Mm -hmm. So uh, for a lot of threes that, that don't, that are not aware of that, they may work really hard to reach the the top of a field that they're not actually interested in because yes. the presentation that they have developed is going to be successful at this thing, but it's not what they actually want. The person underneath that presentation is it wants different things. And if you don't recognize that, yep. that there's a mask and there's a person wearing the mask, then you're going to face some problems. Another clue for... Typing is a list that we call I'll be present when, and this is an excuse we that each of the types kind of a different excuse for not being present. But threes might believe something like, I will become present to my life only when I've accomplished enough to feel successful and worthwhile. When I have all the admiration and attention I want and feel completely outstanding, then I'll show up. That's a window into a common buzz or even belief that that can motivate us mm. and th- and threes will commonly experience that do you all have thoughts on that and it's uh we hit this with all of the types but it's a it's a moving goalpost mm-hmm. like it, it's an unattainable goal because you you will always want more i mean even with what we were talking about earlier with the whole goal upon goal upon goal upon goal 
is there ever going to be a time when there's not a goal? Right. So if you say, I'm going to be happy when I've reached all my goals, that, I mean, is that at the end of your life, right? I mean, then you're never going to be happy. You're missing the point of being alive. Right. You've successfully unalived yourself because you're just going along for the checkpoints instead of enjoying the journey. Right. And as we discussed before, you, threes are always thinking about the next thing before they've finished the thing that they're doing now, they're planning what they're going to do for the next thing. So the goals are always coming yeah. because of that future focus. This brings us to the thing that threes seek to avoid. And we've already hinted at it a handful of times, but a big thing for threes is their avoidance of failure. There's a radar for failure. There's a radar for failure in their own lives and how others would perceive them as a failure. In that that desire for for the attention and, and acclaim, like their their success is about how other people see them. Threes have a very good radar for what other people think will make will be successful. Uh, this is uh, again what what does the culture value? I will become the best at that thing, and so their their whole sort of that that persona that mask becomes about reading the room, reading the culture, reading the people that are around me to figure out what do they think is valuable? What do they think success looks like? And I will become whatever I need to be and become the best at that thing in order for the people that I'm with to tell me I'm valuable. And in that way, I always am avoiding any kind of failure. I, I Threes are chameleon-esque in this ability to pivot that image, that mask can become whatever it needs to be to make sure that nobody sees them as a failure. Any thoughts there, Cambry? Being motivated from a place of fear, having that fear of failure, or I really don't want people to see me as a failure or incompetent. If you're acting out of that place, you might not be really looking for, I mean, okay, it sounds, it sounds exhausting, really, because if you say there's nothing that I can't do, there's no one that I can't be, nothing is impossible, nothing is unachievable, nothing, I'm, there's no such thing as unable, that's exhausting, mm -hmm. And you're going to wear yourself out. And then at the end of the day, you might look in the mirror and not recognize who's looking back at you. If you're going, if you're constantly molding yourself to what other people want you to be mm -hmm. and saying, I can do any of those things. You, you got it. I can do anything. While that can be a healthy posture and say, yeah, I really can do anything. If I put my mind to it, that's a healthy thing. But if you're saying nothing, you throw at me. Is something that I won't do. It's also a, a clear path that will end in failure. Yeah. You're going to self-sabotage. Yeah. I've heard a common story here with threes when, because there's a common desire to be on stage, getting the attention by in aggressive ways. Commonly, when you get off the stage, there is a big time move to withdrawal, to pause and I've heard from two threes recently that their favorite vacation is just staying at home. Hmm. 
It's not actually going somewhere to rest. It's I just want to be in my own space, locked down, enjoying things not on stage. Right. You don't have to perform. Correct. It's where you're not constantly on all the time. Because if I go on vacation, it's an opportunity to Instagram that sucker. Right. And then I'm on stage again. Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) If I'm laying in bed, I'm not on stage. You're also probably needing to read an entirely new situation. Yep. If you're going somewhere new, then who knows who's there that you may have to impress. Yeah. That's true. But if you're staying at home, you're already fully aware of everything that's around you. And your family, hopefully, has already seen the worst parts of you. So That's super interesting. You don't have to impress them. Uh, Another sign that you might be a three is what we, and many others call fixation. There's what you are thinking about commonly. And in many lists, the fixation for threes is vanity. That is, there is a self-focus. I'm constantly aware of how I present to the world around me. And that's where uh, commonly where my mind works. You guys got thoughts on that? I think this one almost speaks for itself a little bit uh, because it is that outward focus. It is Uh, interested in other people praising the things that I do. And in the worst version of it, it's praising things that aren't real. Mm -hmm. So we brought up the mask. We brought up uh, that the image that threes are presenting to the world. If that image isn't a reflection of who they truly are, then all of the praise that they're receiving is praising a hollow mask. Mm -hmm. And, And that is the worst place of vanity. That is vanity at its worst. Yeah. I like the word hollow there where it doesn't actually even reach the person itself. Mm -hmm. They don't actually feel the compliment or the praise because it's not praising them at their core. Right. Your friend with the, the, the singer songwriter who was constantly getting acclaim for the songs that he's writing right, and right. The, the, the music that he's creating and putting out into the world. Exactly. But that's not who he is. Exactly. Yeah. And a lot of threes don't know that that's not who they are. Yep. And so they might feel empty and they might feel blank because they're getting this praise for things that are that's hollow to them in turn. Right. Um, a couple quotes that stood out to me. One person was saying they realized that their standards were solely based on what they thought would impress people or look the best. Mm-hmm. And then another that I just, I love this one. Why can't we have a day that just celebrates me? <laughs> <laughs> but you know, let's do that. Let's do it. Let's celebrate just every person. In our house, that is called Kelly's birthday, and it isn't a single day. It's actually a week. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. And then you take, like, my five husband who we're supposed – so for birthdays in my family, we go around the table and say something that we like about that person for their birthday – And my husband just like shrinks into this corner. He's a five. And he's like, "Mm -mm, no, I don't want any of the compliments. I don't know how to receive them. I won't know what to say, what to do. And whereas the threes in my family, there are two of them. They just bask in it. Absolutely love it. They could not, they would love to have more of it. It just best day ever. 
coming back to the uh, what we said at the very beginning about how threeness is sort of elevated in our culture, this is actually a really good point. If you do not like the praise for the work that you're doing, you're not a three. No, no, mm. definitely not. <laughs> I should have said it up earlier, but this is, was the shadow section, and so we did talk about some some harder issues. If you if you feel this uh, and you feel like we're picking on you, that that that's a good indication that you might be a three. Yep. Threes obviously have fantastic things to offer the world and themselves. Uh, what are some of the th- strengths that come to mind when thinking about threes? Threes love learning about personal growth and development. Mm -hmm. They are constantly accomplishing things. They're making effective use of their time. Um, They're great at goal setting. They push us to be better. Like threes genuinely love to help people. Lots of threes are motivational speakers and they find a lot of joy in helping other people and having people tell them, you changed my life for the better. You really made a difference in my life. I mean, those, those are wonderful things. And like for somebody like me that has a hard time motivating myself to do anything (laughs) it is threes are so helpful and they can say, you know what, here are your steps. It's actually pretty easy. You got this. That's a very helpful person to have around. And that's a really great quality. Mm -hmm. To have threes also are um, we didn't use this word before, but uh, they're very good at reframing negative situations into positive ones. So I own a coffee shop and when I get a negative review that I need to address, like I I have a hard time with negative reviews because if people (laughs) are reviewing me about something that I don't care to be valuable, then I don't care about that negative review. But sometimes I get things that I actually have to address. And instead of beating myself up about it, I can go to my three friends and say, how do I need to think about this? And they help me reframe that into a positive that has uh, actionable steps. Here's what you can do. Here's what you can say about this. Oftentimes they're marketing geniuses because they know how to present things in a really positive light and they can help other people do that as well. Those are all great. Yeah. The thing that hits me in terms of what threes bring is ambition and energy. Mm -hmm. And we're going to move this sucker forward and it's going to be amazing in terms of this is going to succeed and win and and we're all going to get to be a part of it. And we're going to celebrate our success. Yes. Yeah. And not be afraid to do that because Mm -hmm. a lot of us have a hard time celebrating successes or, I mean, Jeff, you might (laughs) feel this where you're like, I don't deserve to celebrate it. It's just, that was what I had to do. That's what was supposed to be done. That's what needed to happen. Instead of saying, you know what? I did a really great thing here. I should celebrate it. Mm -hmm. There it is. So what's the shorthand? You might be a three if what? You might be a three if you consider yourself an achiever, if you know that if you want something, you can get it done and you'll get it done well. You have a constant feeling that you have to perform, a constant striving to be good enough. If you join competition simply for the competitive aspect, (laughs) uh, even if it doesn't align with your current goals, um, you have a hard time feeling your feelings. 
Might be a three if you really like getting gold stars. Yes. You might be a three if you're great at walking into a room, looking around for two seconds, and then getting people's attention. If that's a superpower of yours, you're on the three track. You might be a three if you have a hard time relaxing or feeling fulfilled unless you're currently accomplishing something or on your way to a big goal. Might be a three if you're image crafting frequently. Uh, You might be a... Here's a phrase I heard from a three. You might be a three if you're creatively shading the truth about yourself. Ooh. Might be a three if comparison is a huge part of uh, your world. That isn't exclusive to threes, Mm -hmm. but certainly can be a big part. You might be a three if you feel the need to add value or be valuable to all things. You might be a three if, if primary... In your heart, you really want to be successful and efficient and have others tell you you're successful and efficient. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what we got. This may have hit you. Uh, if you want to see more on threes, we have a fantastic episode that's just called Threes Basics, in which we go into all of these questions and qualities, a little bit more depth and with a little bit more punch and with a little bit more... Here's what you can do next. Um, So look up our basics on threes series. And uh, that's what I got. You guys got anything else? I got nothing. We love you threes and you can take off the mask and we will still love you. (laughs) Yeah, It's a a good word for the, for the three heart right there. Mm -hmm. Well, if this didn't hit you, obviously look at some of the other types, but if it did jump into that basics episode or just take a look at our podcast at other topics that might seem relevant to you and listen for the threes and what we have to say about them. I already asked you if you got anything else. Thank you and good night. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. Or good morning or good workout or... (laughs) Well, she is Cambry Ross. She is inimitable. He's TJ Wilson. He's officially awesome and I'm Jeff Cook and who you aren't isn't interesting. Be who you are. You'll set the world on fire. Burning, burning.